This is Together 24-7, episode 94. I have a great new idea for a new contest. I know you do. Tell me about it. Okay, so we want to promote you guys, our listeners, and we want to promote your business. So what do you win in this contest? You win a commercial on our podcast that'll be run for four straight Monday episodes. And it's really forever because like embarrassing pictures on Facebook, it's going to be forever like on a podcast. And you can enter in one of three ways. Way number one is to go to iTunes, rate and review us, take a screenshot of your rate and review, and email it to us. And the next way is either in iTunes or Google Play Music, subscribe to our podcast. And again, take a screenshot showing that you subscribe to it and email us. The email address is info, I-N-F-O, at together247.net. The third way to enter is to go to the website, www.together247.net, and sign up for our newsletter. So go ahead, enter the contest, and keep your fingers crossed, because we know somebody's going to be a winner each and every month. Good luck. Welcome to Together 24-7, the show that talks to entrepreneurial couples about their business lives, their personal lives, and how to balance both without driving each other crazy. Here's your hosts, Barry and Catherine Cohen. Showing how you can be business partners with your sweetheart and sweethearts with your business partner. Barry and Catherine have been married since 1996, in business together since 2003, and have survived to talk about it. Hello, Catherine. Hello, Barry. You're my co-host. I'm your co-host. You're my co-host. Thank you very much. Welcome today. Welcome. It's a beautiful morning, isn't it? It's hot as all get out. It is almost july in phoenix arizona it's hot and it started hot early and it's just it's hot you came here voluntarily i know remember the new york summers i know 90 degrees 95 percent humidity i know remember what your hair looked like i know okay there was not enough product in the world all right so we have our guests today john and heather schmidt they are friends of a friend and we may have met them once when they used to live here in arizona but they now live in punta canero ecuador so John and Heather run a bed and breakfast, Las Palmas del Mar. In... Said with a perfect Spanish accent, I might add. Well, it's, it's very close to an Italian accent. So. But you said it's so American. Las Palmas del Mar. Thank you. Punta Canero, Ecuador. Ecuador is where my Aunt Maria is from. Yeah, stick to the American my, accent. My Tia Maria. Stick, stick, stick to New York. It's Zia Maria in Italian and it's Tia Maria in Spanish. And either way, I don't care. So, <laughs> it's, Aunt, it's Aunt Marie. It's Aunt Marie. So um, John and Heather uh, have been together in business for the last three years. Uh, they run a bed and breakfast, as we said, Las Palmas del Mar in Punta Canero, Ecuador. They are married for 26 years. You guys have four kids, two and two, because their ages are 30, 31, 31, and 32. So two and two kids, you met in Wisconsin, uh, moved to Arizona somewhere around 2002. Um, tell us a little bit, are the, did any of the kids move down to Ecuador with you guys? None of them to Ecuador, but they all moved to Arizona with us at one time or another during the nine years there. And so you just left them out here in Arizona to fend for themselves? Yeah, they're adults. <laughs> <laughs> but do you charge Actually, them to stay? They, they all live in, um, three of them live in Wisconsin and one lives in Iowa right now. Or actually, one does live in Arizona yeah. now. Do you uh -huh. charge them when they want to come down and visit? <laughs> <laughs> they get a discount. <laughs> Ten bucks off. Yeah, that's a, well, it's a discount. A discount and and a they got to cook for themselves. 
Not good. So, John, you grew up in Seymour, Wisconsin. You're a big sports and music fan. And, yep. Heather, you grew up in Wapaka, Wisconsin. And mm-hmm. since you love the warm weather, you first moved to Arizona, and then you moved down to Ecuador. Ecuador is nice because, as I understand it, the weather is kind of the same year-round, right? Uh, where we live, it, it pretty much is. Um, we live on the coast, mm-hmm. uh, the Pacific coast, and it averages 82 degrees all year-round. Um, we technically have two seasons. Um, they're usually referred to as the high season and the low season. The high season running from December to April and the low season running May to November. Um, there might be a variation of maybe seven or eight degrees in those seasons. Um, we never get much higher than 85 degrees and never in any lower than 65 degrees. That is perfect year-round temperature. And I guess right on the water, it's not too humid over there. Well, there's always a breeze, so the humidity breaks up pretty good, but nothing like we ever experienced in Wisconsin. That's that's humid. You got really cold yes. winters there and really, really hot, humid summers. So Yeah, you, just like you're in New York, yeah. That's right. So you guys started a trucking company here in uh, in Phoenix in 2003. You did that for nine years. You sold it, and you moved to Ecuador to open a bed and breakfast why? What what made you guys pick Ecuador and what made you guys pick a bed and breakfast? Because you got to deal with a lot more people there and that could get right. aggravating. Well, initially our idea was actually just to move to Ecuador and retire, um, kick back, get a small beach house. Um, I have a classmate that already lives in Ecuador. He's been here for about eight years and I had been conversing with him on Facebook and got a lot of information. So we decided to come down and check it out and see if we liked it or not. Um, when we came down for our initial visit in June of 2012, um, we found this beautiful house uh, that needed a lot of work. Um, it was four bedroom and four be- a private bath in each bedroom. And John had this great idea that it would make a wonderful bed and breakfast. So we decided to go ahead with that. Um, and here we are. And here you are. And you've been doing that for three years. So. You guys were entrepreneurs in the past together, and that was the trucking company, and now you decided to, you know, then you went down to Ecuador, opened up a bed and breakfast. From the beginning, what made you decide to start a business together? What what thought process went through your head that said, hey, honey, let's start a trucking company together, let's work together, be together 24-7, and I think we can make it work. Well, that wasn't the initial plan. (laughs) But uh, I went down to Arizona first, uh, probably about nine months ahead of time to get things rolling. And uh, by that time, Heather was so vested in the business that it only made sense for her to come in and just uh, take over the the office part of the business. And uh, so that plan came after the fact, but it worked out very good. So that business started then in Wisconsin, the trucking company. We started in Phoenix. Oh, okay. Uh, yep. So you started, you came down, you started in Phoenix. Heather was doing some of the office work from Wisconsin. She came down and it just continued and that way. And she took over the company. And she took over the company. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no, actually, I started out doing sales calls. I did a lot of sales calls, got some, you know, good regular customers. Um, and I did, a, I did the billing, things like that. Um, I did a lot of the customer service end of the business. And kind of just took care of the office. Cool. And so now you transition into 
not retirement, but instead uh, bed and breakfast. Who tell tell me a little bit about the division of labor? Who does what, and how is that decided? Um. Well, I help out with more of the cooking end. Again, I do all the reservations, all all the computer work, um, the billing, um, and John takes care of all. You know, overseeing the maintenance on the outside of the house. Um, I take care of all the, the licensing of the place, uh, all the taxes, I take care of that end. So I do that type of bookkeeping. So she's more on the reservation end and I'm on the revenue end of it uh, as far as bookkeeping. And then the rest of it is really maintenance. So when you live on the ocean, that's your number one job. Now, I've got a question because a lot of people, when they go on vacation, they go to paradise and they say, wouldn't this be a great place to open up a bed and breakfast? You know a lot of people do that. Is it as simple as as it sounds in your brain when you first get the idea? I'm going to say yes. Really? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for, for us, the, the house that we, we bought um, needed a lot of work. It was a 30-year-old beach house that had been very neglected, and so we did eight months of, of construction, reconstruction of the house, replacing so much. So you have to make sure, obviously, the capital is there. Uh, you've, and for people that are thinking about starting, because, I mean, we hear it all the time. I mean, I've had the thought run through my brain going someplace. This would be a great place to have a bed and breakfast. But then, mm -hmm. then I think going... Boy, that's got to be a lot of work. It's got to be a tremendous amount of work, especially, you know, in your case, you had to renovate. So there's, you know, first you had to buy it, get the money to buy it. Then you had to renovate, get the money to renovate it. Then you got to actually have people come and stay. Oh, and, and create a different menu every day for people to eat. Right. That actually is the easy part. And I, I, we have great employees. We have a, a young couple that lives on the property. Um, they're our employees, uh, Jimmy and Miriam. They are Ecuadorian, and Midian helps in the kitchen in the and with the cleaning, and Jimmy does a lot of the outdoor maintenance as well, and helps with the cleaning too. So you guys, so that's great. So you've you have a staff, which is wonderful, and then a staff, a couple that's together twenty four seven. Yeah, the staff is also together twenty four seven. How cute is yeah. that? Yes, it's, they are. It's, it's a whole theme. It's a whole theme. It's the together twenty four seven bed and breakfast. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> in Ecuador. So listeners, <laughs> if you got that dream to open a bed and breakfast, apparently it's easy to do. Go ahead and do it. Make sure you could cook first. <laughs> yes, make sure you could cook. See, I could never open up a bread oh, and God breakfast. And no. you, you, I, how would you like that burnt toast? Yeah, how would you like that burnt toast? <laughs> Very black or just black? Yeah, right. Very burnt, somewhat burnt, or, you know, raw. <laughs> <laughs> now, checking in with each other, do you guys... do? You, you guys, um, how, how do you overlap responsibilities, check in with each other, um, make sure that all the tasks are getting done? Tell us a little bit about that aspect of the business. Oh, boy. Um, I guess, you know, because we're always in our business, you know, in physically in our business, because we live here right in the home, you know, it's it's pretty easy to see what, you know, what needs to be done. And if, so if it's something I can do, I do it and and same with John. We we just I don't know. We work together incredibly well. Yeah, we you know communication obviously is big, and and I just let Heather do her work, and she does, and I do mine. But every once in a while it does cross over that um, 
know, she says, are we getting this done before Saturday or vice versa? So, but it, it, I don't know, it works pretty good. We both know our duties and, and just go on from there. So when she says, are you getting this done before Saturday? Is that with a bitter tone in her voice? Like she's been waiting for four Saturdays to get it done? Or is it now? We're I'm just so needed this to it, week. I can't tell anymore. They've <laughs> <laughs> been together 26 years. <laughs> yeah. so, so on that, tell us what, in, in, and I want to know about this business in particular, what has been your biggest entrepreneurial disagreement? Mm. <laughs> is that, hmm, we didn't have any, or hmm, which one to yeah. choose from? Yeah, yeah I, I'm trying to think of things. You know, I guess when when we have something we don't totally agree on, like it, we, we talk it through and kind of, ping pong it back and forth until we come to a decision that, you know, we agree on. Um, I don't know that we've... Yeah, I know where Heather's strengths lie, and it was, you know, designing the interior of the house and, and things like that, so, and she did a great job with it, so I kind of just stayed out of it and and let her tell the contractors what needs to be done, what color this needs to be, where the pool's going to go. Uh, with conversations between us always but uh, usually I let her take care of all of that and so we've never really had uh, something where when you start to do these when you start to have these conversations and and this not meeting of the minds do you keep it in the work zone or does that ever creep into the personal zone oh our work and personal zone is is pretty much meshed into one yes um <laughs> you know you, you know I've been just kind of thinking a little bit on this in the last few few seconds, probably one of the, I, I don't know if it's really a disagreement, but I'd sure like John to, to increase his Spanish level. And I would say that that would be the only thing that, and it's just hard. It's, it's hard at this age to learn a second language. It's only hard if you think it's hard. Okay, so Barry, how come you haven't learned Italian yet? Because it's hard to learn a second language at this age. Are you kidding me? Now, to defend myself, I, I hit a comfort zone in Spanish. That's what's happened. So yes. I'm able to communicate uh, at the hardware stores, at the paint stores. I can communicate almost anywhere I go. But I have not taken it to the conversational level yet. And that's probably where she's leading a little more towards. Yes. yes. Oh, yes. So that, that, Absolutely. That, that's where I am with Italian. I mean, yeah. I, I, I know enough to get by when I'm in Italy. I know yeah. pizza, gelato, and vino. <laughs> you got to include bathroom in there. <laughs> no, you just make a squishy face and they know where to send you. Because <laughs> here it's cerveza and baños. Those are your baños, yeah. Baños. <laughs> then you could get by. Fine. Yeah, that's right. You can you can definitely get by. So there's the entrepreneurial di disagreement that we were trying to pull out of them. That's it. I'll, I'll assume, Heather, you, you speak fluent Spanish? Oh, no. Fluent, no. Um, I, I think it would be, to be honest, if I want to be honest with myself, it would probably take years for me to become fluent. Um, conversational, absolutely can get my point across. For me, probably the most difficult is understanding people on the telephone when they call for reservations. Um, and a lot of it is just the telephone clarity. And they also speak very, very quickly. If I can get them to slow down and get to the key elements of what they want and when they want it, it's fine. But it's, yeah, fluent, I'd love to be fluent, but no. Well, you got plenty of time to learn it. That's right. Yes. 
So, oh. so this way, John doesn't have to. Well, there is an advantage to speaking broken Spanish is they don't speak fast to you anymore. They... <laughs> <laughs> is that like here in the U.S. when somebody doesn't right. speak English, we just speak slower? Or louder. Yeah. Louder. Yeah. louder. Or louder, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, okay, so here's the bad news. I've been speaking Italian my whole life, and Italians speak just as fast as uh, Spanish speakers speak. Yep. You know, where wherever you are, um, Italians speak just as fast. And... Um, yeah, so for uh, 52 years, I have been speaking that language with English, hand-in-hand, uh, hand, raised in the language. They got to slow down when they talk to me, too. So I don't know that it gets gets any better than that. So let's go ahead and, and flip from the disagreement and the Spanish and all that fun stuff and tell us what some of the joys are of being together 24-7. Oh, gosh. I, for me, is this another uh, one? Well, there really isn't there any. Really isn't. <laughs> no, no, there is. Um, I, I, I love being with John. We, you know, we have a lot of different things that we do on our own. That I mean, are likes things that we like that are different. But um, you know, there's nothing better than you know, in the middle of the afternoon to be able to play a game together, or you know, go for a walk, or or swim or, or whatever. Um, yeah, I we know. both kind of do our thing in the morning, our work things in the morning, and then we leave the afternoon for a little more relaxation, and including a daily nap. So so uh, it works out pretty good for us. I love daily naps. And, and for those of our listeners that are younger and thinking about getting into business and going to some exotic place and opening a bed and breakfast, trust me when I tell you, when you get to about 50, that nap is the Best. Oh. It's the best, yeah. <laughs> I, it, I just had somebody tell me the meaning of a siesta, and, and they, he said, do you know what a siesta means? And, and I said, yes, it's it's nap. And he said, it's a nap without an alarm clock. Ooh. Ooh. I love it. That's yeah. nice. Yes. That's nice. Yeah, so for the younger listeners, stop making fun of your father. Because <laughs> <laughs> I did that for many years. Now I understand completely. <laughs> Oh gosh. Yeah. So so you basically said towards the end of the day you you switch off work and and do your family time. Is there anything specific that you do to switch it off and keep things separated? Well, it starts out with the nap. <laughs> and then I brew a little coffee, we have some coffee in the afternoon and uh, we play a little Yahtzee or cribbage or uh, just we, we almost every day we play some sort of a game and then uh then we get ready for dinner and take the dogs for a walk. So, I, I wouldn't say there's necessarily a switch because, to be honest, we could be checking a customer in at any time of the day. There may be um, something a customer needs help with. Sometimes we'll even, you know, go with them somewhere to help them out, you know, if need be. I just did that this morning. Um, or, you know, maybe there's reservations coming in that need to be taken care of. So there's not a definite switch, but, you know. It's, we know our is. afternoons are usually pretty vacant, so. Yeah. Well, Catherine and I usually play a game every day also, but that game happens to be who can nap the longest. <laughs> not every day, I, and no, we don't play that. I win. Yes, you I do. I win on a daily basis. <laughs> so now, are, are there any particular books about business that you guys have read that have changed your your way of thinking about business or have helped you along in your business that you could recommend to our listeners? 
Yeah, no, I don't think either of us really read a book or anything on it. Uh, I always tell people my biggest learning experience in management was having poor managements and not doing it the way they did it. So, and um, but other than that, no, we both were just in business and. For me, for the bed and breakfast, um, I decided to run it how I would want it if I went. I went went to a bed and breakfast. For an example, I don't want to be told what time I have to eat breakfast. Um, I like that. So, so what we do is we say, you know, what time would you like breakfast? And they say nine o'clock. And I tell them, you know, you're on vacation. If you wake up and you're really tired yet and you want to sleep, don't worry. If you're late, we'll adjust. So. You know, we just kind of make it simple for them and, you know, give different choices for breakfast every morning so they're in control, um, things like that. Well, that brings up another question then. What are some of the breakfast choices? Because I love breakfast. It's one of my favorite meals of the day. <laughs> <laughs> well, some days we just do eggs, toast, bacon, fruit, fruit and juice, and the um, coffee are standard every morning. But we might say, for an example, do eggs any way you want them with bacon and toast. And then another morning might be um, French toast or... With bacon. Do... What's that? With bacon. With bacon, they, you know, they get a choice if they want bacon, and I do make my my uh, homemade sausage as well sometimes, so I have that on hand at times. Um, they don't have a breakfast sausage here. What they have is similar to maybe like a hot dog. That that's what they call salchicha sausage. So I do make um, breakfast sausage patties. Um, Waffles, waffles, strawberry waffles. With bacon. Strawberry waffles. Pancakes. With bacon, yes. I'm getting a theme here. Um, and omelets. And Midian makes a torta de fideo, which is an Ecuadorian breakfast. With bacon. Which is spaghetti, eggs, and cheese mixed together, fried into a torta, which is excellent. That's um, interesting. With bacon. With bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That, that's so cool. Those are just a few. So, so you, you have a great variety because that, I mean, I love to cook, yeah. but that would, I wouldn't be able to have that kind of variety of cooking because I can't think of stuff like that. It's yeah. just one of those well, things. Breakfast, a breakfast sandwich on a croissant is another one that's a favorite. Um, With you know, bacon. and if somebody's here longer, then we just dig a little deeper and we do apple cinnamon pancakes. You know, we just go into you know, different things. And sometimes, you know, people have favorites that they go, Oh, I really liked, you know, the omelet, you know, have another omelet, you know, so sure. at that point. So are the, are the majority of your guests American? Um, no, actually, I would say more, I would say about 75% Ecuadorian. Um, we do get a lot from other countries in South America, but we do get a, you know, a good amount from North America as well, Canadians and and Americans, and also European. I mean, we've had customers from Russia, Spain, Belgium, um, you know, yeah. Switzerland, um, you name it. <laughs> wow. <That's>, Australia. <laughs> that's wonderful. That is fabulous. Now, if you can, fun. It yeah. is. It is. It's a blast. Yeah. And if you yeah. could give our listeners just one piece of advice, what would it be? You know, if, if there's something you want to do, just do, don't overthink it. I think that would be my biggest thing is don't overthink it. And we did that with, we didn't do that with both our businesses that we started. We didn't analyze it to death. We just said, you know what, let's just try it and see how it goes. What's the worst that can happen? And we went from there both times. 
that's actually great advice, and it's kind of the polar opposite of what what most uh, professional business people would say. You know, do your business yeah. plan. Make sure you have it out in writing specifically in full detail, your five-year projection and all that. I love just go and do it and don't overthink it. I love that. Yep. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. So now we're going to go ahead and move into my favorite subject. Catherine, what's my favorite subject? Food. food. Well, bacon specifically, but bacon. food. And this is going to be good because it's a, it's a bed and breakfast. And maybe lunch and maybe dinner too. <laughs> so guys, <laughs> either what is your favorite meal to cook together if you're both in the kitchen together? Or what is your favorite meal at a favorite restaurant down there? Or up here. Or up here. Or over there. Oh, boy. I'm going to go with the restaurant because it's a pretty easy one. Uh, we eat at a little Ecuadorian restaurant in La Libertad. And I'm guessing in the three years we've been here, we've eaten there pretty close to 100 times. And we take many guests, all of our friends there. And, and anyway, it's uh, for $3, you get two plates of food, including a, a chicken or, or um, different styles of chicken, but it comes with rice and minestra, which is a bean stew. And uh, it's all for $3, and <laughs> we go there so often. So that's our favorite restaurant. Um, and what's your favorite meal there? What, what of all the entrees uh, is, is your absolute favorite there? Well, mine is the pollo asado, which is grilled chicken. And that's the $3 meal he was talking about. And then I always order the filet of fish, the filete, and that's usually sea bass. And uh, that one is $5, but it's one of the only times I get seafood because Heather doesn't care for fish. <laughs> but you live on the ocean. Yeah, you're not I the know. first. Where, where, you're, I know, I know. where the hey, fish I is plentiful. It. I tried it. Hey, if you don't like it, you don't like it. Nothing wrong with that. That's it. Yeah. And and last question before we take our break is red, white, or beer? Um, For me, red. I'll go with beer. Why did I know that? So we got one red and one beer. All right. Let's go ahead and, and take a commercial break. We'll be right back. With the pet peeve. With the pet peeve. Okay. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody, we know you love audio. Why else would you be listening to this podcast? Through audible.com, together 24-7 listeners can get a free audiobook. That's a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash together. Again, the website is www.audibletrial.com slash together. Listeners, you have a business. You need a website. There are a million choices out there, so where do you turn? Well, HostGator.com has one-click WordPress installs, or you can use their drag-and-drop website builder. They also have service and support available around the clock every day of the year, so you know you're in good hands. They already have low prices, and now HostGator.com has taken it a step further for our listeners. Use promo code TOGETHER247 to get 25% off their hosting services. Don't wait. Hit pause now and sign up at HostGator.com, unless you're driving. Then wait till you get where you're going. Remember, 
Use promo code TOGETHER247 to get an additional 25% off at HostGator.com. Welcome back, and it's time for our pet peeve of the day. And Heather has one specific I think it's both their, of them. Probably both of them, but Heather does the, well, Heather, you talk about it. Okay. Um, pet peeve. Definitely uh, through um, getting reservations, people make a reservation, and we require a deposit equal to the first night stay, and I bill that deposit through PayPal. They receive an invoice and it's totally ignored and they don't pay it. And after requesting a couple times, I have to go through the, the website that we use for, for reservations and cancel the reservation. So yeah, people making reservations and not intending to show up apparently. <laughs> and does that, once they make the reservation, that would block out that room then on the, on the site, on the website? Yes, it would. And we only have three rooms here. So for us, it's a big deal. That is a very big deal. That is a very big deal. So people don't make those fake reservations. And if you do make a reservation through a booking site, pick up the phone, send off an email, say, hey, this reservation is real and I want to get you guys paid for your first night. And, and, that'll... and when you do make a reservation, think about the people at the other end of that reservation. That's right. They're small business owners. Oh, yes. why, why are you trying to screw them? That's right. So that is quite the pet peeve, and we, we hope we've taught our listeners something about making reservations, especially, <laughs> you know, yes. if you're making a reservation in, you know, Bellagio in Las Vegas, who cares if you don't show up, but you're making a reservation in a place that's got three rooms. Yeah, show up. a big up. deal. That's show up. <laughs> Thank you. That's right. So wonderful, wonderful, fabulous. Um, we will have... All the information for Las Palmas Del Mar on the on the on our website, on the show notes page. On the kiddies. show notes page. So if you guys are wanting to go down to Ecuador, and I know two of our friends just went down there, and um, and they had a fabulous time, and got sunburned and. They, they got fed really good at they breakfast. They got fed really good at breakfast, and uh, apparently they have bacon there. Apparently they have bacon. <laughs> <laughs> really good bacon. Yeah. But it's uh, from from the pictures that I've seen and from the reports I've gotten back, it's a fabulous place to go. So if you're thinking of your next vacation, Ecuador might be the place. Guys, John, Heather, thank you so much for being our guests today. You're welcome. Oh, thank you. And we'll catch you're everyone next time. Catch you next time. Bye-bye. We want to thank you again for listening. Be sure to go to iTunes to subscribe to our podcast, rate it, and review it. And if you have any suggestions, just email us directly, together at together247.net. Check us out on our website at together247.net slash resources for some great ideas, resources, and offers for your business. And don't forget to click on our sponsors' links as well. Do you own a business with your sweetheart? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at guests at together247.net. And don't forget, we have a new episode every Monday and every Thursday. So go ahead and subscribe and keep on listening.